Good morning, everybody. Great to have your company here on the Big Sports Breakfast. Jared Middleton having a couple of days off. Ben Way in the chair alongside Michael Clark and Laurie Daly. So much sport to discuss. The fallout from Super Bowl continues. As much discussion about the celebrations as there was the game itself. But I'm sure plenty of you enjoyed yourselves on Monday. Rugby League, well, maybe we spoke a little bit too soon. We got the off-field controversy that... A few craved and others were surprised we hadn't had as yet. And now the discussion continues on that front as two players wonder whether their Vegas dream has in fact ended a little bit early. In terms of other news across the sporting world, Tiger Woods has launched his rival sports brand, having left Nike recently. And that has been a huge discussion point and I'm sure a popular one for those who are keen golfers out there and the grieving continues in Kenya with one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen three of the top five fastest marathons of all time of course going the way of Kelvin Kipton and he tragically died a couple of days ago in an accident now his father's come out saying that he got a surprise visit from four men the day before the accident and he doesn't believe it was an accident at all so A few updates on that front as well. Just speculation at this stage. But one thing we do know for sure, the primary aspect to that is that we've lost a young star at 24. But from an Olympic side of things, we have been robbed of maybe one of the great rivalries in Paris this year because we have two of the greatest marathon runners of all time that we're supposed to to meet. And that will no longer be the case with Kelvin Kipton, unfortunately, passing away a couple of days ago. Laurie Daly, Michael Clark alongside me, as I mentioned. Loz, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, same to you guys. Um, I hope everyone out there is uh, sharing it with their partner, if they have a partner. Uh, and if they don't, go and look for one today, eh? <laughs> are you a... Are you a <laughs> I reckon it would be a good day to strike, actually. <laughs> are you, are you no, a believer? I'm, no, I'm right. not, Ben. No. I, I've just celebrated a wedding anniversary about three weeks ago. Yes, um, that's so, right. So I spent a lot of money then. So today <laughs> they won't be getting me again. Um, look, I take my hat off to people that celebrate Valentine's Day. They're in the early stages of the relationship, obviously. Uh, but as I said, um, look, if, you, if it floats your boat, go and do it. Um, I tell you what you can never underestimate. You can never underestimate doing good things t- with your partner on a day like today. I'm not saying that I do it. <laughs> but what I'm telling you is I've learnt over time. Do as I time, say, not as I do. Learnt over time. If you give them flowers or a box of chocolates or something. A small they, gesture. A small gesture. Mm. A small gesture. Uh, instead, I'm meeting a mate for a bottle of lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm doing today. Happy Valentine's Day to you too, Clarky. Mm, morning, boys. Happy Valentine's. Yeah, morning to our listeners. Uh, Any tips? On Valentine's Day? Mm. Nah, just it's a... It's a, what day is it? Wednesday. It's another day, Loz. Have you been a Valentine's Day present giver? Yes, in certainly. The past? Certainly, yeah. I'm um I'm a big fan of Christmas, birthday, Easter, Valentine. I, yeah, I, any opportunity uh, to celebrate the day to do something different. Yeah, I'm a fan of it. So uh, I'll be quiet today, though. Boys, that's for sure. I'll be uh, actually. I'm off to the physio. I got a stiff neck. I've woken up with. Stiff neck. Right. So I don't know what's happened in my sleep. Are you a front yeah. sleeper? I'm a stomach, yeah, stomach sleeper mm. with head on one side, on either side. I'm not selective whatsoever. But see, side. that's the drama. 
Oh, oh, see, I'm seems a to be okay sleeper. for 42 years. But, but you've got to bung back as well. Yeah. It's bad for your back, bad for your hammies. Actually, it's better for my back. Laying on my stomach is better for my back because it puts me in extension. Mm. So if I'm even laying, if my back's playing up, I'll be laying on the floor watching television, like up in extension. So anyway, I'll be off to the physio. I'll be fixed. I'll be good to go. Um, Aussies got dusted last night in the 2020 World Under the West Indies. Uh, Davey Warner, geez, he's still, uh, he's still in good nick. He's still playing good cricket, but he's made it clear that that would be his last game on Australian soil as well. Um, at the international level. At the international level, yeah. So I think he'll play he'll play twenty twenty junket now for, for a few years. Go and play in all the domestic competitions, make plenty of money and uh, a lot less pressure, that's for sure. He caused a little bit of a stir when he essentially dictated when he was going to retire from mm. test cricket. And I see that he's done the same with T twenty. He's now mm. said that I would like to play in the T twenty World Cup. Uh, the US and the West Indies hosting that in a little while. So um I kind of respect it in many respects, but it does now add pressure uh, to selectors that that's his wish. And, yeah. and why are you making runs? You can say what you want. Like the selectors have got he to made 170 across three games. That's exactly He's finished right. with 80. That's exactly. He is say, our form opener. He so. can say what he likes. Uh, they're not going to drop him now. There's two 2020s in New Zealand before the T20 World Cup. He's going to be a part of that. Um, you know, I think the conversation around him announcing his retirement in England. Um, and not making the runs he would have liked in Test cricket, and the selectors still giving him that that chance. Um, that was the conversation. But around T Twenty, uh, he's definitely going to be a part of that World Cup campaign now. Um, and yeah, I watched a little bit of the start of the cricket, and then I turned it off. Bored. I started watching. Well, I started watching a, a show on um, yeah Apple TV. There wasn't many people there, so so I started watching it, and then I switched it over just to check the score at the end. Mm. I couldn't believe they made six for two hundred and twenty. Oh, they <laughs> Um, like they were three for three seventeen for, yeah, at one many, stage, yeah. and then yeah, they Andre were five Russell was eighty of twenty nine or something. Yeah, he yeah. Built them. Yeah, but he, he can he can do that. Yeah, the West Indies, as a general rule, can do that. Well, that's it, their format. Yeah. That's yeah. That, they got the power. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a big win for them. And again, it's you know it'll give them a lot of confidence going into a home World Cup. You know, the World Cups in the Caribbean in America. Um, they're known for their twenty twenty cricket now. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, Australia's team, they were nowhere near full strength. No. Um, and I don't think oh, the series was over, so I think they were pretty relaxed last night. So, yeah. Well, like, again, it's still a win for the West Indies. Mm. They'll take confidence, but I don't think I don't think the Aussies will bother too much about it. We, we often go to these New Zealand tours off the back of an Australian summer. So by that point, uh, Australian fans have kind of had their fix and we don't discuss them too much. Mm. But it always looks like one of the greatest places you could ever play cricket. Oh, New Zealand, I, I reckon, is one of the greatest countries in the world. I, I love going there. Um, it's so close to Australia. I, I reckon you, you don't, there's not many better people in the world. Kiwis are absolute mm. champions, I reckon. Great culture, uh, great people to be around. And, and the cricket's always competitive, but they are, they are wonderful people to play against and have a beer with afterwards as well. So, it, And it's always a tough tour. I, I think New Zealand, in all sports, punch above their weight. Um, they'll be tough in their own backyard in the Test mm. Series. The T20s, uh, 
Sure, sure. What I haven't thought too much about the T20s, but through this Australian summer in the Test series, you know, I watched a, a bit of New Zealand play. Obviously, watching the Aussies as well. I think I think we're in for some really good Test cricket. Mm. New Zealand get it right. They got they've generally got very good plans against the Australian batting lineup, and they've got a bit of experience through their batting as well. Someone like Kane Williamson, he'll be really looking forward to facing this Australian attack where. You know, West Indies coming out here, they would have been fretting facing the, facing the Australian attack. So I think that's the other thing. They've got plenty of experience in that New Zealand team. So I, I hope we see a really good test series. That ball will swing around. There's generally a little bit of movement in New Zealand on, on those pitches as well. Uh, pitches are slower to Australia, so the Aussies will have to adapt. But, yeah, I think they'll be tough. It's a nice balance, isn't it? Because they're often small ovals. Yeah, over there as well, yeah. but they nip around a little bit. Uh, in terms of guests, guys, we've got a pretty big show coming up. Dick Fain's on. We haven't had the luxury of chatting to him since the Super Bowl, so that's going to be great. Adam Pengilly's on a little bit later on. You're in charge of the NRL preview. Parramatta's turn this week. Yeah, the Eels. So one of the big uh, disappointments last season. So let's see how they go this year. They've certainly got a squad good enough to, um, to play finals this year, uh, but a lot will depend on, you know, keeping their key players on the field, in particular their, their halves, Moses and mm. Dylan Brown. I heard Jared Middleton have a little bit of a drive-by to our friend Dean Bulldog Richie yesterday. Apparently a week or so ago, Bulldog wrote an article saying we hadn't had an no off-field controversy. So I'm looking forward to Bulldog coming on the show. And he, so he's, also, <laughs> he's also written an article suggesting that Patrick Mahomes has been invited to attend the NRL showcase in Vegas. So I would love it if he went. That would be... Yeah, but, mate, so's, so's the king. Hey, hey, hey. So's Elvis. Like, <laughs> because of being invited, how many things do you reckon he gets invited to? I'm just referencing mate, this article. I'm like, looking forward. If the like NRL you. hasn't invited anyone famous, Taylor Swift's been invited, invited as well. Doesn't mean they're going. Uh, I'm looking forward to discussing right. the likelihood with Bulldog later on. Oh, you can dear. punch holes in his story. I'm not. <laughs> Lauren Nicholson's in, the Sydney Flames star. Davo's going to be on as well. Uh, speaking of Davo and tips, I saw a heap of tips come through from an angle last night. Only one lobbed. Of all of the texts that came through, one lobbed. Uh, it was well supported, though. $4 into $1.70. Mm. We actually got a phone call yesterday for Wheels. And Wheels tipped us into a horse called, I think it was Solero. And it rent a place. He said to back it each way, pay five dollars for a place. Ooh. Okay. So he Well was done, Wheels. Wheels, well done. Yep. He uh he was tipping that yesterday. And Tommy was on the program yesterday and talked about his uh rides at Hawkesbury there yesterday and a couple of them saluted. Lovely. So well done to Tommy as well. Well he gave a good push for one that's running around today on the Kenzo track, a baby as well. So we'll keep an eye yep. on that. A little bit later on today. So Cameron George is on as well, the New Zealand Warriors CEO. We've got Mitch Manners to talk Gold Coast and all the racing they have up there. Of course, the text line is open. And send us your thoughts, 0419767272. I did, one discussion I want to have today, given it's Valentine's Day, is irrational loves, irrational sporting loves. It can be moments, it can be athletes, just things you could watch on repeat for days on end, and you still wouldn't grow sick of it. It might be India losing six for zip, which I could watch on repeat. It could be Ryan Harris. Ryan Harris, that opening delivery 
to Alistair Cook. What a jaffer that was. That just swung in a touch, kissed the pitch, mm. went away and mm. took his off stump. Mine wouldn't be cricket. No? I've got to say no. No. Mm. I've probably got two athletes that stand out in my mind that I could watch their highlights day after day after day. And they one won't surprise you, one might. Okay. We'll get yours <laughs> a little bit later on. Loz, uh, I haven't given you the heads up, so it's a little bit unfair to come to you. Yeah, p- plenty of headlines around the sporting world this morning, most of which circle around the Super Bowl and that man, Patrick Mahomes. As I mentioned, that does dominate the back page of the Daily Telegraph, albeit Clarkie's not a believer, but I oh, can't I wait it. to have... Bulldog on a little bit later on to discuss that story. Uh, Re-enter the Dragon. There's a little bit of discussion about uh, a full circle journey in rugby league. And I did see a couple of humble brags come through, by the way, on our text line from people who sent through tips overnight, including Wheels. Well done to you. We did reference Wheels and his success. He said, happy Valentine's Day, lads, and good morning to you. I hope you all took the fat odds on offer for Solero yesterday. Great run in a PB time for her, and we'll see you on Saturday night, Loz. Looking forward to a few cordials and a chat. Sounds like that's going to be a big night. Yeah, well, um, I haven't been to Menangle races. I've been out there a number of times. We've done OBs out there, but mm. I've never been there for a race meeting. So looking forward to it on Saturday night. But that paid $5, Solero, for a, a place yesterday. Leilua. Leilua to, back to the Dragons. A believer? We saw the news yesterday. Oh, he's, a good for a... he's a really good player. And when you look at the North Queensland Cowboys, and we spoke to their assistant coach, Justin Morgan, yesterday, I actually asked him about the edge back rowers mm. because there's there's a plethora of them. And uh, one or two of them possibly may not have got a start in the in the team, um, in the squad of 17 this year. So, uh, you know, they've got Lukey, they've got uh, Nenai, uh, Finny Fuiaki uh, is a young guy coming off contract too. And he'll be heavily chased. And I think there's been some big money offers already for him. Um, so they'll be looking to re-sign him. So they're obviously freeing up some salary cap space. But uh, if the Roosters, and by all reports, they're in the box seat to sign him, that'd be a good pick-up for them. Adds a bit of size and experience to their forward. The though. Roosters? No, the, the um, Dragons. Yes. Yep. Uh, in terms of the Cowboys and the impact that it has on them? Mm, depth. I think depth is the, is the key. Uh, Leilua, as I said earlier, I, look, he might have been in the starting side or may not have, um, may have been in the 17, may not have. He was one of those players that on his day, he's very good, uh, but he can have his moments throughout his footy career where he's just a little bit inconsistent. But with the back rows they have at their disposal at the moment and they're, you know, they've got youth on their side um, and they want to wrap them up now for... A long period of time, they can all be, you know, ten, fifteen year players at this club. So I, I reckon they've made that a prior priority to sign those three long term and release Leilua. So the other rugby league chatter this morning regards an Instagram post that was by all reports, and we can only trust what Josh says. It, it sounds as though he's accidentally liked a, a post that was racially charged on Instagram targeting uh, NRL star Latrell Mitchell. Now, I've got no reason not to believe him. It's actually very doable to be reading a story, to see a post, Definitely. to not even see the post, just have your phone active in your pocket 
um, it feels to me as though it's a little bit of a mountain out of a molehill. Uh, assuming, Look, I, I, I of course, what he's telling us yeah, is true. I, I don't know how to scroll and select and like. I don't think I've ever done that in my life. Yeah. Um, but I've heard you talk about yeah, you just double, Instagram. Double, you just see someone tap. and you go, bang. I'll you show like you now. It. So you, you just see someone's is. name come up. So I'm assuming he's telling the truth. If you see a, if you see, I a doubt story, whether he'd be racially abusing Latrell. Exactly. Yeah. If you see a story, and if I there's a like, there's a love heart like there, you yeah. can click on that to like it. Or if I just double click, that also likes the photo as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it happens regularly, very easily and regularly. Yeah, and, and the other thing as well, like I think it's very different, you know, liking something. Like I say, it, you could do that. Mate, you you can actually just scroll through your phone and like because the people you follow, you, you might just like their, their 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 whatever they've posted without even looking at it. Just it's what you do. Yeah. Like it, like it, like it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Very different doing that versus posting something yourself. If you're gonna gotta stop, look at what you're sending. I think yeah. I think I think that would be different. If somebody's mm. sending something themselves. That's a lot different to just liking a photo. Yeah, no, I, I, I could imagine that's a mistake. Yeah. After listening to what yeah. you've said in the past. Oh, it happens, mate, so what easy. It, what it is, you, you just sort of see someone's photo and you go, yeah, yeah. I like that. Or the, you could reading. be, if you're scrolling, let's yeah. say you're scrolling up on the phone, you could, as your fingers go, like you're scrolling up, you could accidentally press it. You can see how you press something twice or touch the screen twice. Yep. Happens all the time. So a couple of suggestions have already come through regarding things that you love, not necessarily unnecessarily, but irrationally in sport. It can be an athlete. It could be a moment. Something I could watch all day. This one from Cribby Jr. at Warhope. Something I could watch all day is Trent Hodkinson breaking the origin streak in 2014, (laughs) breaking through Queensland's defence and giving Laurie a lifelong job coaching the Blues for the next few years. It wasn't quite lifelong. No, it wasn't lifelong. <laughs> <laughs> I think a couple of years is lifelong in rugby league yeah. when you get the full support of the board. <laughs> uh, Fabian, uh, I do know what you mean, but I'm going to pretend I don't. Morning Boys, the thing I could sit and watch on repeat is that scene in Basic Instinct. I think the quicker we move on, the better. Manly's 2008 grand final. I must say, as a, as a Crows man, I could sit and watch... I could sit and watch Adelaide's 1997 grand final win and Darren Jarman going ballistic over and over again. I reckon number one, mm. if you did a survey, would be Shane Warne's delivery to Mike Gatting. You yes. could have watched that yeah. every day for the rest of your life. If you've got any interest in cricket, that delivery you could watch over and over and over. And the closer you watch it, the better it gets. That's exactly right. And the response to the delivery. Yeah. From Gatting. From Gatting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there have been, this is an odd question, but do you think there have been better deliveries that were handled Never. better by batsmen? Never. Or you think it Never. was just categorically? Never. It is. When you say that ball was unplayable, that delivery was unplayable. The closest one I've seen to that was Ryan Harris getting Alistair Cook, but mm. Ryan Harris has hit a crack. It did. It hit a, hit a crack, brand new ball. Uh, so Rockard bore it, that was unplayable as well, but that hit a crack. Warnies didn't hit a crack. Warnie well, got that into a out. foot mark, mate. You no way. You can't no, get no, one foot mark. It was the first innings of the game. What got Gadding out was the drift. Before mm. the ball even bounces, Gadding is lost. 
He, it's, he, he bowls the ball outside off. It drifts to outside leg. It drifted a metre. You know what? Then I hate? hit the pitch and spun and took the bail. I hate that every ball comparison to that. Don't you reckon? Every oh, time they go, not, oh, this reminds not even me close. of Warnies. It's never similar. It is that word where you say from, it is unplayable. For a man who said his moment wasn't yeah. cricket. No, it's not cricket. It's, it's, no way. I wouldn't watch that. Passion. I'm sick of watching you know, that. You know who I reckon would have unplayable deliveries? Mitchell Stark. If you went through his oh, best, yeah. his Good best call. wickets, I'm telling you, no yeah, one Jaffers. would. Yeah. Yep, they would be. Yeah, the, true. the best balls you've ever seen. The, yeah. That over to McCullum in the oh. World Cup final, where that he beat the speed, bat seven times. Yeah, mate, there's no way anyone's touching At that. At best, you're getting a broken toe and getting out LBW. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Siddle's hat trick yeah. on his birthday has been another yeah, suggestion brilliant. just come through, which was absolutely fantastic. And I think Tubby's commentary of it, I'm pretty sure it was Mark Taylor, yeah. uh, certainly made the moment as well.